哈利路亚，愿大家平安。哈利路亚 ，peace to everyone。啊，下午我们一起来学习一个题目：兴旺的秘诀。And this afternoon our topic is the secret of prosperity。什么叫兴旺 ？What does prosperity mean？ 兴旺就是有发展。Prosperity means development。如果你种田的，如果你的收成越来越多，越来越漂亮，就是兴旺。If you are a farmer and you grow your crops and they become better and better, then you are prospering. 那你做生意的，如果你生意很好，就是兴旺。And if you are a businessman and your business is doing well, then you are prospering. 啊，你读书的，你一直升级，一直拿到好的成绩，也算是一种兴旺。If you are a student and you have good grades, you are able to go on to the next level, then you are also prospering. 每个人都希望我们自己所做的事情可以兴旺。We all wish that everything we do is prosperous. 但是要得到兴旺，关键就是要得到神的祝福。The key to prosperity is to have the blessings of God. 那问题是怎么样才可以得到兴旺？怎么样才可以得到神的祝福 ？So how do we become prosperous and how do we receive God's blessings? 我们要从上行之诗的第三篇来学习。We're going to study from the Song of Ascents. 我们看诗篇一百二十二篇。Let's turn to Psalms 122. 诗篇一百二十二篇。Psalms 122. 第六节。Verse 6. 诗篇一百二十二篇第六节。Psalms 122. Verse 6. 请读。Six. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. 这一节圣经告诉我们兴旺的秘诀。Here it tells us the secret of prosperity. 这里说啊，耶路撒冷啊，爱你的人必然兴旺。It says here,、uh, "Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you." 原来一个人能不能兴旺，不只在乎你付出多少，努不努力。So whether you prosper or not, not only lies on how much effort you put into it. 更在乎于神有没有人祝福你。More importantly, it also relies on how God has blessed you. 如果神没有祝福你，你做到死，很努力，付出很多也没有用。If God does not bless you, even if you work to your death, you will not be prosperous. 如果神祝福你，那很简单了。If God blesses you, then everything is easy. 那神祝福你的关键是在哪里 ？So what is the key to God's blessing? 就是要看一个人他到底爱不爱耶路撒冷。It comes down to whether a person loves Jerusalem. 爱耶路撒冷的人必然兴旺。Those who love Jerusalem may they prosper. 这里不是说可能兴旺。It does not say that hope they prosper. 有机会先兴旺。Or they may have a chance to prosperity. 这是绝对的，一定的，一百 percent 的。Here it's very certain they will prosper. 如果你爱耶路撒冷，你一定会兴旺，就是这样，没有的好再讨论的。Simply put, if you love Jerusalem, you will prosper. 这是神的旨意，神定下的福，神的应许。This is the promise of God. 好了，那关键是什么叫耶路撒冷 ？Then the key now is what is. Jerusalem. You got to know what is Jerusalem in order for you to love it. In the Old Testament, Jerusalem is the city where the king of the of Israel dwells. It is also the city where the holy temple is located. It is not only the capital of the nation of Israel. 以色列人宗教信仰敬拜的一个中心。It is also the center of the faith or religion of the Israelites. 在旧约时代，你要拜神，你一定要是去耶路撒冷。In the Old Testament, if you want to worship God, you have to go to Jerusalem. 因为只有耶路撒冷有圣殿。Because the holy temple is located in Jerusalem. 所以耶路撒冷代表神的灵在。And Jerusalem represents where the spirit of God is. 拜神的地方。It's a place to worship God. 啊，那今天。物质上的、地上的耶路撒冷已经没有圣殿，已经不是真正我们拜神的地方了。Now in the city of Jerusalem, there is no longer the holy temple of God. 啊，有机会要去旅游看一看也是不错。You have a chance to, if you have a chance to visit Jerusalem for a tour, it's not a bad idea. 他说地上的耶路撒冷不是真正的耶路撒冷。But the Jerusalem on earth is no longer the true Jerusalem. 那到底真的耶路撒冷是指什么？ What is the、oh, what is the true Jerusalem? We look at Revelation chapter twenty-one, Revelation chapter twenty-one, verse two. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her. 这里说，这里说啊，有一个圣城叫做新耶路撒冷。
It says here there is a holy city, the New Jerusalem. So please note it is New Jerusalem. The Jerusalem on earth, the city of Jerusalem, that's the old Jerusalem. So here there's a new city. And this holy city came down out of heaven. And heaven means spiritual. So it is not a physical city. It says here it is prepared as a bride. Who is the bride? In the Bible, it's recorded that the body of Christ, which is the church, is the bride. So once you connect all the dots, you understand what is the New Jerusalem and why you must love Jerusalem. So simply put, if you love Jerusalem, then you have to love the church. Those who love the church will prosper. Why? Because if you love the church, you're loving Jesus. Because the church is the body of Christ. So those who love the church, those who love Jesus will prosper. On the other hand, if you do not love God, you will not prosper. You may prosper now, but it's only temporary. Or perhaps it's your physical things that are prosperous. However, spiritually, you're not. There are many people who are millionaires or billionaires. But they're not happy. And there's no peace in their family. So what's the point of having so much money? So prosperity not only refers to physical things. It also means... Spiritually, you're prosperous. So let's study from Psalms 122 what are the secrets of prosperity. Remember, the main point today is you have to love the church to be prosperous and to love the true church of God. The first point. How to prosper. And you have to happily worship God. Let's turn to Psalms 122, verse 1. Verse 1, a song of ascent of David. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. It says here, a song of ascent. And this morning we mentioned that ascent means a pilgrimage. In the olden days, the people of Israel lived according to their tribe location. Three times a year they have to go to Jerusalem to worship God. That is called pilgrimage. To walk at least 24 kilometers. And they have to keep going uphill because Jerusalem is located on the top of a hill. So this is an effort you have to put in for the sake of your faith. You have to walk this journey, you have to spend the time. For your faith to improve you half, or rather for your faith to touch God, you have to put in an effort. You can question, I can watch YouTube, why do I have to be physically in the church? YouTube is for those members who are sick and not able to get out of their house. They have to be isolated, that is why they have to stay at home. In order to worship God, to receive blessings of God, you have to put in an effort. It's like walking this journey of pilgrimage. So you get up in the morning, you take a shower, you change into nice clothes. You do your makeup, you do your hair. You take the public transit or you drive to church. So you spend about uh, 30 or 45 minutes uh, one way to the church. That is your effort. You have to put in an effort. 付出才显出你的心意。你有心意才有价值。
Once you've put in an effort, it shows you have the heart and your value. So, when people say, "When they said to me, 'Let us go into the house of the Lord,' so so in order to be prosperous or to receive the blessings of God, first you must be glad to go to the house of God. First, you have to go. Second, you have to go with gladness. So there's two points here. One is first, you have to go. And two, it's not only to go, but you have to go in gladness. So let's talk about go. And I'm, I thank God that those who are here present in the church, they have come to the house of God. And those who are watching online, you have not. And let us forget about those who are not even watching. So let's take a look at this verse. It says, When they said to me, and when they, they people, when people said to me, let us. So you to think about this conversation. When they said to me, let us, what does it mean? So it means the person was not have not decided whether to go or not. Then someone said to him, 来了, 来了, 去了, Come, come, let us go to the house of God. Shall I go? It's such a long distance. If I were to go, then I will be away for a few weeks. Who will take care of my crops? Who will take care of my cattle? Imagine that you're in an agricultural society. So you'll either be planting or, or ranching. You have to pay attention to your possessions, otherwise they could get stolen. So there are actually many excuses not to go. So if I were to go, who's going to take care of my crops? And what happened if they were all stolen? Are you going to compensate me? So there are many reasons not to go. And same principle applies today. If you don't want to come to church, you have a million excuses. So let us not talk about the pandemic. It's only an excuse. At the beginning of the pandemic, many people don't come to church because it's getting quite serious. However, you, you tell yourself it's dangerous to go to church, but you have no problem going to the grocery stores. And you're also happy to go to the hospital to get an injection. And your children are fine going to school. But it's too dangerous to go to church. Uh, you are not wrong if you feel that it is dangerous to go to church. So if you don't want to come to church, there are a lot of excuses you can make, not just the pandemic. And now it's been a couple of years and we're all used to it, but still there are some people who are afraid of it. If you go, there is only one reason. Just one reason. And what is that? I go because God loves me. And I love him too. That is why I go. I love God more than my crops, more than my cattle. And it will be a laborious journey, but I love God. And that is why I have to go. There is no room for negotiation. Perhaps one is encouraging another. And let us go, let us go. Come on, why, why won't you go? And once you have been encouraged, you feel that you have to go because you will then realize you, have, you do not have a lot of faith. And another said to him, You have to go. If you go, God will bless you. Last year I went and God blessed me. And I received more blessings from God. 
So there's no point staying home watching over your crops if it does not rain. There's no point. Ah, 那在犹豫的时候，别说去了去了去了，不要想了。So, so don't hesitate. Let's go. This is encouragement in your faith. 弟兄姐妹，我们今天就是需要互相鼓励。And brothers and sisters, we need to encourage one another today. 我们看希伯来书第三章。Let's turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter three. 三章的十三节。Chapter three, verse thirteen. 希伯来书三章十三节。Hebrews chapter three verse thirteen. But exalt one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. 所以说，趁着还有今日啊。It says here that while we still have today. 什么叫做趁着趁着还有今日 ？What does it mean while it is still called today? 主耶稣还没有来，我们还有今日。Our Lord Jesus hasn't come yet, therefore we still have today. 如果主耶稣昨天晚上都来了，那你能不能得救就完全决定，你就没有机会再改变了。If our Lord Jesus had come last night, then whether you can be saved or not has already been determined. You don't have a chance. 你想想看，你过去一年没守安息日，如果主耶稣昨天来了，你想，你觉得今天晚上主昨天晚上主耶稣来了，你能够得救吗？ If you have not gone to church for over a year and our Lord Jesus came last night, do you think you will receive salvation? Let us not lie to ourselves. If you think that you have not kept the commandments of our Lord for a year and if our Lord Jesus would come last night, you would still be saved. So you should, you should be fortunate that our Lord Jesus did not come last night. Therefore, you still have today, and and even though for the past year you have not come to church, but you have today, you can still come to church. So this today is Lord Jesus has not come. So today means our Lord Jesus has not yet come. And today also means that you are still alive. 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 Sometimes when you ask how one is doing, they will answer, "I'm still living. I'm still alive." That's quite a good answer because sometimes that person may not still be alive anymore. If you are dead, there is no way you can change the state of your faith. So, so, therefore. While that day has not arrived, we should exalt one another daily. Especially when you see that the membership have dwindled. Ah, some people may have been weak. Some people may have been sick. Then you should go home and call them up and ask them why they haven't come to church. Why they haven't come to church for choir practice? Why they haven't come for Chinese Bible study? Why your son did not come to RE class today? Use the opportunity to quickly visit them and care for them. I went to Argentina. Ah, Argentine Church. Every year, one week. 这是全部负责人，还有全部的访问组出去访问。One Sunday out of a month, the church council members and the church visitation team they all go out to visit. 几十个人哦。Over ten people. 啊，他们都来教会祷告，然后分 A、B、C、D 组，然后礼拜天一个月一次，就是出去总访问。They all come to church, pray for for some time, and they they divide themselves into different groups and went out. And go out to visit. The deacons and the preachers would definitely be included. 再加上负责人一定会来参加访问。Plus the council members. 再加上一些妇女啊、弟兄姐妹愿意参加访问组也参加访问。And then we have sisters and brothers who are part of the visitation team. 访问不是传道的工作哎，不是传道一个人的工作哎。Visitation is not the job of the preacher solely. 那边只有注目传道，但是他不会自己开车，也不熟路，也不熟人。They may they have a resident preacher, but he's not very familiar with the environment. 还有很长一段时间根本没有周末传道。And for a long time, they did not have resident preachers. 负责人就自己把这个工作长职就把这个工作担任起来啊。It is the the elders, deacons, and the council members who have took on this particular work. 哎，去访问哦，一个月一个月出去一次。Once a month, they go out to visit. 灵恩会之前的总访问。And prior to the spiritual convocation, they will have a grand visitation. 负责人不是只有开会而已，不是只有排表而已啊。So council members not just do up schedules or 
就是说他们去访问呢就找信徒了所以没有来要鼓励他们了but at least they will still come to church. So if we do not visit them for a year or two and they don't come to church for a year or two, then they will no longer come to church. So those who love God, they want to draw close to Him. If you have not grown, grown close to God, then when others encourage you, you should take their words. Take a look at those who draw close to God and how God has blessed them. And therefore we should and we can go out and encourage others so that they can draw close to God as well. Let's turn back to Psalms 122 verse 1. Says, I am glad when they said to me, let us go Says, I am glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And so here is the key point. We not only go, but we go with gladness. What does that mean? Today, when you have a meal with someone, 好了, so you cook a lot of dishes, and you are uh, having uh, a meal with someone, so you spent money, you spent money to buy the groceries, you spent time to clean up your house and to cook. And then your guest arrived. And your guest sat down, look around and start questioning when can I leave? I don't have a lot of time, I will I only have half an hour. Or you realize that your guest was not paying attention when they were eating or when they were having a conversation。What is on their mind is when can I leave this house?如果你的客人这样对你，你会怎样？If that is the way your guest behaves, how would you feel?会很伤心。You feel sad.会很失望。You feel disappointed.可能还觉得说你不来就算了。Perhaps you even be thinking it's best that you not even come.勉强迫你来啊。Nobody forced you to be here. Why are you showing me this attitude? But that is the same attitude we're showing God. We're being petty. And we do what we want to do. We can watch shows for hours. But when we come to church, we have to arrive at 11 o'clock exactly, not one minute earlier, because it will be too boring to be in church. And once the service ends, you will leave right away, you will not delay. You will feel it's so boring what's there to say. Or you start to question why do we have services twice a day? Or you say to yourself, I'm already here Friday evenings, why do I have to come on Saturday? There are some churches where they have services from Monday to Sunday. If, if, if you, you start to feel impatience during services, then um, God will not bless you. When you come for services, God is looking into your heart. If you come with joy, because you are visiting the God who loves you. If you love God, then you'll be happy to come and see Him. And you would even come early so that you have time to pray. So, for example, if you go to the theater to watch a show, you would go there early, you will not arrive right on time. 
Because you will go there early in anticipation for the starting of the show. If you have the heart for God, it will move God and God will bless you. If you have a very casual attitude towards services, then it's difficult to receive blessings from God. Second point. The secret to prosperity. Verse 3. Three, Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Second point is to build Jerusalem. The first point we mentioned is to go to the house of God, to go to Jerusalem. But going is not enough anymore. It says here that Jerusalem is built. Jerusalem means church, the church of God. And the church represents the church is composed of people. You and I together we are going to be to build into the church of God. So if you want God to bless you, you have to love Jerusalem. So to love Jerusalem, you have to willingly offer and to make an effort. We don't come to church uh, to enjoy the air conditioning, to listen to your sermons, and then go home. When you come to church, you have to ask yourself, what can I offer and what can I contribute? You may not be scheduled to do certain things. But, but you can also, uh, you, can, you can always care about the people around you. For example, if you see, see a dirty spot, you can clean it. Or if you see that there's certain work not done, you can always volunteer. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. It says here that we, brothers and sisters, all of us, a part of the body. And the body has to be joined together. If you have a part of your body that is cut off, then this part will die. And that is the very reason why you have to come to church. To be connected to the body is not enough. The body has functions. You have to use the functions. Today, why are there so many people with so many illnesses? Because we sit too long. You sit too long, you don't move, and that is why your body develops illnesses. You don't move your muscles, you don't move your sinews, and they're all joined together. The same with the organs. You have to move so that the blood can circulate to the organs. So, brothers and sisters, if you come to church and you don't move, then our body will start to degenerate. For example, you may know how to deliver a sermon. But you feel that it's too troublesome to deliver a sermon. Initially, you know how to do it. But you refuse to do it. You feel that it's too troublesome, let someone else do it. And you decided not to use a particular function of yours, even though God has blessed you with it. Same with the other kinds of jobs. As long as you don't work, you don't move. And you are a joint to the body of Christ, and your joint will degenerate. 
your spirituality will not improve. 再重复一次啊。Let me repeat. 你如果拒绝侍奉神。If you refuse to serve God, 尤其是年轻人，你有时间、有体力、有恩赐。Especially the younger ones, you have the time, you have the energy. 但是为了任何的原因，你说我很忙，我不想侍奉啊，教会里安排别人。And you have the talent, but you don't want to serve God because you're busy. 你的信仰是一定会退步的。Then your faith will never improve. 你可能原来有的恩赐就没有了。And the talent that was blessed to you by God may be taken away. 你把侍奉的时间省出来做别的事，结果别的事也不一定会顺利。You have taken the time from serving God to do something else. You may not prosper in that particular work. 你把这个拿去工作，把这个拿去家庭，把那个拿去别的东西，但是不一定神祝福你啊。So you have taken time away from God for your family, for your work, for something else. God may not bless you. 你都不侍奉神了，你都不被建造了。Because you have not served God, you have not been built. 神就说好啊，那你自己去忙，你自己去弄，看你怎么弄。And God will say, fine, you can work by yourself. Let me see what you're doing. 所以要得到兴旺，蒙主。Therefore, to be prosperous. 这个呢，这里说要被建造起来。It says here to be built. 我们看彼得前书的第二章。Let's turn to First Peter chapter two. 彼得前书第二章。First Peter chapter two. 二章的第四节，啊，第五节。Chapter two, verse five. 彼得前书二章五节。First Peter chapter two, verse five. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. 这这里又提到同一个观念。It says it's giving us the same principle. 这是我们啊要被建造。That is, we are being built. So, like the stone, this stone, it is being built up as a foundation to build the church. The cornerstone is built to become the foundation of the church. That we ourselves are being built up. We ourselves, we have to be built up too. You are being put into a particular spot that God wants us to be in. Someone is preaching, someone is speaking. There's some delivering the sermon. There's some doing translation. There's some playing the piano. But there are a lot of other work that can be done in the church. But there are a lot of other work that can be done in the church. But there are a lot of other work that can be done in the church. The cleaning team, the visitation team. You are being put in which spot? Which spot do you want to be put in? You 放上去的时候，神就在建造你了，来修正你了。When you're put into the spot, God is building you up. 就像一块石头，本来的形状是奇奇怪怪的。It's like into a stone. Perhaps at first it has a weird shape. 但是你愿意被建造。But if you're willing to be built, 被建造的意思就是愿意被改变。To be built means to change. 你不侍奉啊，不知道自己那么多缺点。If you don't serve, you don't see your own faults. 哦，那么跟人家起冲突了。You may easily clash with others. 哎呀，我的个性太骄傲了。Or I am too proud. 为什么每一次都跟人家啊这个闹不愉快 ？So why do I clash with everybody? 啊，难受，赶快反省改变。And I feel awful, so let me repent. 啊，你准备道理才发觉说哇，原来我道理那么多不懂。And you trying to prepare a sermon, you realize that there are a lot of things that you don't know. 我赶紧多看一点圣经啊。So you should be reading the Bible more. 我祷告不够啊，灵修不够。Or you feel that you don't pray enough. You're not spiritually enlightened. So you're serving God. You realize where all your faults are. And 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 you realize where all your faults are. So these are the lessons we have to learn. So if you want to be strong, you must serve God. So to be prosperous, you have to serve God. 侍奉神不是找舞台，不是找一个舞台表现自己。To serve God is not an opportunity to show yourself off. 有一些人很喜欢侍奉，不喜欢聚会，但是很喜欢侍奉。There are some people who don't like to come for services, but they like to serve God. 人家看到的，他就喜欢做。They like to do the work that can be seen by others. 侍奉不是找舞台。To serve God is not to find a stage for you to to show yourself off. 侍奉是找到自己的缺乏的地方，赶紧被主耶稣修改。To serve God means you have to find where your faults are, so that God can help you shape you. 有这种心态去侍奉神呢，神就会祝福。If that is the attitude that you have, then God will bless you. 啊，有一位工人。There was a worker. 他身体很不好。He has poor health. 啊，后来呢，发觉得了这个癌症。He then realized that he was diagnosed with cancer. 啊，开始了接受一些治疗。And he started to receive treatment. 本来应该要在家里休息。And he should have been staying at home resting. 但是他
But he took and seized every opportunity during his illnesses. If there's any work in the church, I have to help out. If members have a need of me, then I have to go and help. And if we need to visit members, I have to join the team. There are a lot of problems with his health. But thank God he is still alive. He has been in cancer for over a decade. Yet he's still serving God. He said, if God wants me to be a living, then I will not stop. And we thank God that God has blessed him. And he has this right attitude. And when I was in Argentina this time, I was moved by the brothers and sisters there. And during this one week of student spiritual convocation, other than the foreign workers who have been sent to Argentina, we have two counselors from the United States. They have put aside their job, put aside their families. They flew to Argentina to assist in the one week of student spiritual convocation. And the local members, there were also some RE teachers who took the entire week off. To be with the students, to be their counselors. There was a brother who was a counselor, and I asked him how old he He was in his 40s. He's not a young man. And he has children at home. But he put aside his own family. And he was to visit his patients, but he decided not to for the entire week. And if he does not uh, 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 go to and open up his clinic, then he will have no income for that week. He decided to close down the clinic and spend the whole week with the students. So one day I asked him how he slept. And he said, uh, I didn't sleep well last night. I said, why? I was hit by someone when I slept. And why is it you have been hit? Because he was sleeping with the younger the brothers, um, and they're sleeping very close together. So sometimes when one person flipped, the arm will hit him. Perhaps the younger brothers, when they were sleeping, they were dreaming that they were fighting. So the brother said, I was being hit left and right. So I said, perhaps you should find another spot. He said, uh, sleeping with the brothers, sometimes the room, the air in the room is not very nice. Because their children, they tend to perspire quite a bit. But I see that all the counselors, not just that particular brother, they were all very attentive to the children. There are over 50 or 60 teenagers. And this particular time in that class, there were over 20 students. Uh, when the uh, convocation ended, the brother said to me, And every time I uh, attend student spiritual convocations and I serve God, I feel closer to God. On the surface, it seems that I'm serving God, but in fact, God is building me up. And it is a blessing to me that I'm able to put things down for a week and come close to Him. Indeed, he felt that it is a blessing that he is able to serve God. And he himself has have received much blessings from God. And indeed, we can see how his family has become prosperous. And the day that I was to leave Argentina, and the council member said to me, I'm pretty sure being your last day today, many members want to cook for you. I said, don't, 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 don't be so troublesome. 把超市的事情放下来, 
uh, there's no need to go through all that trouble. And uh, the council member says, no, the brothers and sisters, they want to do this. 煮饭给我们两个传道人，还有一些同工、学生领会的一些工人，还有执事一起吃。They want to cook for the two preachers and to the workers of the certain spiritual convocations. 哇，我说这样子啊，那叫他们不要太忙啊。I said, well, if they do, then make sure they don't um, overdo it. 他说好,不会的,他们会处理的了。And uh, the council member said uh, that they will, they will know what to do. 结果呢,煮好了,叫我们出来了。So they prepared the meal and we came. 从来没有看过那么多菜。I've never seen so many dishes. 哇,数一数,有十四道菜。I counted 14 dishes. 哇,我说满汉全席啊。And this is a grand feast. 哇,这五六个姐妹,从早上煮煮煮煮煮,什么都有了。and so these five or six sisters, they have been cooking the whole day. If I were to tell you what those 14 dishes are, you probably want to go to Argentina. And the, the point here is not what we ate, rather that their heart. So in the church, we have people serving God uh, on the front, and then we have people who are working behind the scenes. If you love God, God will make you prosperous. You don't have to pray to God for prosperity. As long as you love Him, He will bless you. If God can see that you love him so much, how would he not bless you? However, if you're petty towards God, God, I don't have the time, get someone else. I want to rest, get someone else. Then God will not force you to do anything. Let's turn back to Psalms 122, verse 6. 第六节，你们要为耶路撒冷求平安。耶路撒冷啊，爱你的人必然兴旺。Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you.这里讲到兴旺的第三个要点。Here the third uh a key to prosperity.我们不单只要去耶路撒冷。We not only have to go to Jerusalem.不单只要建造耶路撒冷。We not only have to build Jerusalem.我们还要为耶路撒冷求平安。we also have to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. This is very important. In your prayers, you should often pray for Jerusalem. Why pray for Jerusalem? What is there to pray for Jerusalem? The word Jerusalem means the city of peace. 这个城市常常没有平安，没有和平。Yet the city often do not enjoy peace. 它常常被敌人来攻击。It is often under attack from its enemies. 有时候是自己内部的问题。And sometimes it's internal turmoils. 有时候呢，是外面的敌人就攻击它。And sometimes it's external enemies. 我们看尼西米记第一章。Let's turn to Nehemiah, chapter one.尼西米记的第一章。Nehemiah chapter one.尼西米记第一章，第。Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 2 that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. 3. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down, and its gates are burnt with fire. During the days of Nehemiah, the city of Jerusalem was in desolate. Even though the holy temple had been rebuilt, but the city itself does not have walls. The enemy could attack them at any time. So you see that the people inside, they, they, had, they were under captivity. They were in great distress and reproach because there is no wall. When Nehemiah heard about this, he was in great sorrow. And during our Bible, uh, daily Bible reading schedule, we have come to the book of Nehemiah, so you should go back and read the story. 
that he was burnt with zeal to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls. Because there is no peace in Jerusalem. If there is no peace in the city, no one has peace. And today, the true church of God Sometimes we also experience internal turmoil. Like into the city of Jerusalem, there will be attacked by its enemies. The devil knows that the spiritual true church can uh, deliver souls. It is the one true church. And therefore, Satan, of course, wants to attack you. Satan will cause the council members to be in, 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 uh, in constant arguments. That there is no peace between the deacons and the preachers. There is no peace between the council members and the deacons. That everyone is arguing with everyone. Then there, if there is division at the council level, there will be division in the members. And the members, they dislike one another. No one will want to come to church because the atmosphere here be very strange. And even truth seekers will not want to come. You will notice that churches that do not have peace do not experience prosperity. At another place, a council member said to me, and preacher, in our church, we do not have the Holy. Uh, we 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 haven't received the Holy Spirit for five or six years. For a long time, nobody had received the Holy Spirit. For a long time, they, we haven't had water baptism. When I asked them why, is there disharmony in the church? That there is no one is working in one accord. We have arguments all the time. In whatever we do, we cannot agree on anything. That is why there is no peace. Because there is no peace, there is no development. The same for a family. There's a common Chinese saying that if there's harmony in the house, there's prosperity. And if there's harmony with uh, with the parents, harmony with the children, that this family will prosper. And if um, parents and children are three generations under one roof, then there will be prosperity. The same principle applies to the church. Our church is not lack of talents. We have a lot of talents. But why is it that there is no development? It's because we don't work together. So we know that the church, there's no peace in the church. What do we do? Sometimes it's persecution from external. Sometimes it's internal turmoil so we don't work together. So what can we do? Verse 6. We pray for the church. There's nothing you can do, but there is one thing that you can do. And it is the most important thing. If everyone kneels down and pray, God, please help our church. Please protect our church. Please help us build up this wall of unity. Please don't allow Satan to divide us. Pray for the church. If you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Jerusalem will have peace. If there is peace, let's read verse 7. Seven, peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. Then after peace comes prosperity. So today, what can you do for the church? You should learn uh, to be like Daniel. Let's turn to the book of Daniel. Book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Verse 10. Verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home, 
and in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed, and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. And we are familiar with the story as Daniel facing a spiritual battle. The Persian king gave an edict that no one should pray for ten days. The Persian king represents Satan. He persecuted the saints, he persecuted the church. He wanted everyone to stop praying. That if you don't want to pray because you're busy or for whatever reason, then the Satan has uh, won. Daniel knew that he could lose everything except prayer. He's willing to sacrifice his life, but he's not willing to give up praying. Today, if we were to receive this decree, we would be happy. It's not that we don't want to pray, but the government forbids us to pray. We have to abide by the edict or the decree of the government that we shouldn't pray for 30 days. It's only 30 days. It's not a year. So as long as we don't offend the government, Daniel himself would work in the government, but he would refuse to abide with the government. He is willing to keep everything. He will not accept any decree that is a, that violates his religion. So he went home and prayed. He didn't pray for himself. He didn't pray for the preservation of his life. He didn't pray to ask God to deliver him. He wasn't even praying for himself. What was he praying for? He prayed for Jerusalem. My hometown where the holy temple dwells. I long for my city. He prayed three times that day. He prayed and gave thanks. So Daniel was one who was greatly blessed by God for a reason. And brothers and sisters, have you prayed for the peace of Jerusalem? And, and Jerusalem, those who love you, they will prosper. Let us sing hymn. Number 359.